Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Plex Podcast. We do this show live every Sunday from 7 p.m. Pacific to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. You can join the chat at discord.me slash echoplex and you can support this project at patreon.com slash echoplex. Also, just check out everything on our website, echoplexmedia.com. Enjoy the show. everybody welcome to the plex we do this show every sunday live from 7 to 9 p.m pacific and beyond into red light you can find the podcast version of this show which is what you might be listening to right now anywhere that you find the podcast version of the show you can join the discord that's a chat room that's discord.me slash echoplex and you can support us on patreon that's patreon.com slash echoplex i've got a full panel and i've got somebody new here tonight so i think i'm gonna have you introduce yourself first sir I go by uh, the the name we just we, yes okay yeah, cool yeah. I don't reveal it. I don't want to reveal anything oh yeah yeah you can use a pseudonym on here I'm, yeah. I'm good oh Jiao Jiao Su Jiao Su it's Vietnamese Vietnamese for um it, professor oh very nice but, you, yeah and you're a professor of what I, I am an adjunct faculty member 
You're an actor. But so it doesn't directly translate to that, but it's uh <laughs> but I use it because it's, that's that's like that's like gen that's something similar and then like several other words. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Well, thanks for joining us for the first time tonight. I've heard about you and I've heard good oh. things. Okay. They were all true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, great. Uh is there any place people can follow you under a pseudonym online or uh that's a good question. That's a, well, uh, maybe I have a Twitter it. and an Instagram, and I haven't been really using. I've been using them lately. I sort of fell off the uh, the uh, social. I got rid of Facebook. Uh, That's a good call. I wasn't really using it, and then the Cambridge Analytica thing gave me a self righteous reason to deactivate my account. <laughs> so I was like, you know, so much Mark, li- much oh. like the much like the man on the uh, orange mic, historian Matt. Where can where can we find you? You can't find me, right? Don't good. don't bother trying to to. Google me or or whatever you want to do because I'm just not there. If you Google me, actually, his picture shows up before mine. <laughs> that's so that that's probably a thing. Yeah. I, I, this this guy's this guy's got that sort of a sort of big social media energy, yeah. as they might it's say. Like, it's like it's like <laughs> typing my real name and then the city I live in, and then it's this picture of this guy looking over the, the fence I grew up in the backyard I grew up in. Ma'am, who are you? <laughs> did you just say big social media energy? Yeah, I did. Ma'am, who are you? Uh, this is the good wife, and there is no big social media energy <laughs> over here. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, Excuse I'm sorry. Excuse me. 300 something likes already approaching. Like what? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming you mean like big dick energy. I was, I was trying to make that play on words. I mean, I get it. For the one dumb person listening. I mean, I get it. And I'm not going to talk about that on this show. Who are you, ma'am? This is The Good Wife. You can find me on the Twitbox at Eplex Good Wife. You can find her getting, I'm sorry, 300 plus likes on her tweets on the Twitbox, by the way. Who has big social media energy now, baby. So this is the councilman. You can find me at T-H-E underscore councilman on Twitter and uh, one one day, I, I actually got 13 likes on one of my social media accounts. Um, and producer Dave, you know what that means, right? 12 likes. 12 motherfucking likes. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops. I don't hate the cops. Oh, when the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop It's the sound of a taser Your body drops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Thank your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Thank your local police Got rid of the corruption and the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops
All right, everybody, we're going to get right into it. So I think today or yesterday or one of the days that was like since last Sunday, Sean Spicer <laughs> went to go speak at uh, Berkeley. Uh, the uh, Berkeley College Republicans had invited him. And uh, this news coverage of it, it, Sean Spicer going to speak to the college Republicans is not that problematic. But this that news is. coverage is this is the this is the worst way that they could have possibly covered this. New at 11, former press secretary Sean Spicer is in the Bay Area tonight. He was an invited guest of the Berkeley College Republicans. It was a conservative event with no interruptions. NBC Bay Area's Cheryl Hurd is live on campus with the story. Well, when conservatives have come here to UC Berkeley campus recently, some controversy has followed, but not this time. <laughs> what makes the country great is our ability to say what we want. Former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer talking about free speech and freedom of the press. If you want to say it, you got to be ready to deal with the consequences. Some conservatives on the UC Berkeley campus, the consequences are high. Two years ago, the Berkeley College Republicans invited controversial conservative commentator Milo Yiannopoulos to speak on campus. The event had to be canceled because of protests and rioting. Once the university um, at our Ben Shapiro event kind of laid down the law and showed people you can't act like children and uh, violent protesters like the way they did at our Milo Yiannopoulos event in February 2017, it's been much better since then. But not perfect. Last month, a man was punched in the face while recruiting for a conservative organization on campus. But I do think when it comes to hate speech, there's a line. Tonight, Spicer's talk before over 200 people showed that conservative speakers do have a place on Cal's campus. I think the fact that people stayed calm is, you know, a good indicator of, like, you know, Berkeley's reputation. <laughs> In Berkeley, you're all heard. All right, one at a time. Okay. I knew I had to say that one at a time. <laughs> we'll just go around. Sean Spicer is a shill. Sean Spicer, though, is not fucking Milo Yiannopoulos <laughs> or Ann fucking Coulter, the unpunched Nazi. Sean Spicer is just a fucking moron that everyone wants to go pay money to see and has a book out. So he's a little bit of a mainstream like shell, right? Like that's fine. And that's why this is not that, right? They conflate the news framed it in such a way that they conflated Milo fucking bitch unpunched Nazi girl and who are we talking about? Sean Spicer. Yeah, uh, the same thing. Whatever, you know, like that they are the same thing. When Sean Spicer is just like this little fucking mouse from God knows, he's like nothing. He's useless. He's nothing. It's like it. It would be as if to say that you would you would say that uh, Hillary Clinton is the same person as Cornell West. Correct. Yeah. Neither of whom I have a problem with, but. But I mean, you're just they're not you. The same person. You're they're not in the same <laughs> genre. They've made um, a category error by making the category just too big. Exactly, they created this huge category, and maybe that's just because you know this is like the Bay Area, and we just think if you're on the opposite side of us, you're just conservative. But I know the difference between like I might go see what Sean Spicer has to say. I might be interested in that as a person who's of the left, just to be like, oh, he's talking at Berkeley, and I can go. I might be interested. By yeah. contrast, uh, nobody Milo. cares to hear Milo. Um, I would go to ask him some questions, but I would I would not give the security back their microphone. I would be like, no, I'll, I'll hold on. Don't to surrender this. the mic. Don't surrender the mic. Yeah. <laughs> so, reclaiming my. So I was I was just wondering, like, if I'm hearing this broadcast correctly, their entire premise is, or the big news story is. Nothing happened. Yes, that that appears to be a <laughs> news story. I for one am stunned that where some boring old dude named Sean Spicer, who used to be the press secretary, went that nothing happened. Yeah, I, I don't get that. And the the other question I have is or comment is I didn't think there were any conservatives at Berkeley, but apparently there are, and they have like oh I'm going to be corrected here in a second. No, I, I was I was a banana. I went to UC Santa Cruz, and the and the young Republicans were actually larger than the young Democrats because there were too many socialists and anarchists in the left. <laughs> so the left was too split. Splintered. Yeah, it's, splintered. Like, it's, splintered. it's like an election in France or something. There's like 17 <laughs> Workers Party candidates and very yeah. very. <laughs> and the white supremacist wins. So I wouldn't be surprised at that. Yeah. How Isn't long was Sean Spicer this, this, the press secretary? Like seven days or no? Like seven Scaramucci's, if you remember right? that Scaramucci yeah. guy. He was like the news, he, did he last longer than the Mooch? I think he, yeah, he lasted seven oh, yeah. Scaramucci's. I think. Okay, about seven yeah. Scaramucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 
I can't remember the exact day they transitioned to Sarah Huckabee Sanders, oh, but she deserves a really nice gold watch at the end of this match. She's, she's got going, she's getting some nice dresses out of it. Shit, every single day. <laughs> yeah, she's getting some nice wardrobe out of it, and yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's not the one picking out that wardrobe because I mean, I hope not. Good lord. Uh, the councilman, do you have anything to say that hasn't been said about this clip? Uh, other than Sean Spicer just looking like a giant penis in a suit, um, not really. I mean, he's, he's kind of a weenie, and I, I'm I'm really glad that he's got a book deal and he's making more money than I'll ever see in my life for being a douchebag for how many seven scaramuchis for having to be a public, a public shill for the president of the United I, States. Uh, to be fair, I made that up. But there's some some actually guy on our Twitch stream is fucking going crazy in the chat right now. If anybody's watching yeah. that at all, yeah. like actually it was fourteen and a half scaramuchis. But as far as the local news coverage, I mean, this is sort of what we come to expect from um, NBC Bay Area and our, our amazing slate of uh, local reporters. But, you know, big shout out to Ian Cole. We love him. Um, so the only yeah. one of those people I think that Sean Spicer was even remotely sort of close kind of to is Ben Shapiro. But that's just because I don't think Ben Shapiro is like just a full on white supremacist. I think he is unaware that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's a full-on white supremacist. I think the yeah. other examples, like Milo Yiannopoulos and Ann Coulter, were full-on white supremacists. The Greeks, at the, the Greeks, they have that. They have that. Oh, that. In, into the mic. Oh, the Greeks. He's Greek. They have a. They have a. They have a. They 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 they, they, they veer to the right. You know what? That that Golden Dawn that came up Golden in Greece, Dawn, yeah. like during the uh, during their economic collapse. That's right. And yet they're very braggadocious about about defending themselves against the Italian fascist invasion in World War II, and I then. Mean, uh, but then you start talking about contemporary politics, and it's like Jesus. These the shit's a like, cafeteria, man. History is a cafeteria yeah. that people just take what they need from and use it real quick. <laughs> yeah, and then they bring it back. Like they bring back the tray. So we're know, gonna, we're gonna the can, I just, can, I just, can I say one thing about that that yeah, clip? Go ahead. I feel like that the most important thing to know is that there were that clearly there were uh, decent people on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this That's case, the there were because yeah. the other side was Sean Spicer people. and yeah. not Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> like Sean Spicer, like I don't agree with him, but I don't think he's like he's not out there like like the reason that people fucking rioted when Milo Yiannopoulos came is because that the fucking a few of the earlier ones he was like releasing the names and uh, you know addresses and information of trans student activists on the campus and it's like well people are oh, like that's, that's not very nice that's very dangerous you have a you have a big platform with like hundreds of thousands of followers that was a punched nazi yeah did they punch him I mean, I assume that Milo so is was that the man, the man who got punched. Uh, someone was no, punched. No, in, that, the that's a funny. Berkeley that's a funny story. We didn't include it because the, the audio wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, but yeah, some guy was there uh, recruiting or something for Turning Points USA, and some weird something happened, and there was a scuffle, and then he got clocked in the face. I don't know. Nice. The, the people were like, "Oh, you need to see the whole video," because I was like, "I can't see what happened." There's, you know whoever started recording or whoever edited the video cut it off at a certain point. I'm like, I don't know what happened before that. I'm like, the dude yeah. shouldn't have punched the dude, but it's not like there's, it, this doesn't look like a dude just attacked the guy. Like they were obviously having some kind of dispute. Mm -hmm. and, and on that people were like, Oh, watch the whole video. I'm like, show me the whole video. And they're like, Oh, you just need to watch it and find it yourself. I'm like, dude, there is no whole video. <laughs> Somebody like turned on their phone at this point and started recording it. You're you need to do your own research producer, Dave. Oh, it's horrible. Anyway, we're going to keep it local. I wasn't going to cover this, but we're going to cover it anyway. This is Hippie Hill this year. And this is uh, we're going to file this under like kind of shitty news coverage too. <coughs> but there are a couple like bad gags. They make a couple dumb weed jokes, so I'm I'm going to like give them a pass on. That's their exactly coverage. why this is on the docket. <laughs> the grass is always greener on Hippie Hill, the historic epicenter of a 420 celebration, still getting some tweaks ahead of what could be an epic 2019 festival. Absolutely everyone here. It's not just a bunch of young stoners. It's it's just it's like the whole city. This year's turnout could bring out more people than any on record. We're expecting more crowds. Last year we estimate 15 to 20,000 people showed up. This year we're expecting about 5,000 more. Tamara Barrick Apperton with San Francisco Recreation and Parks says priority number one is keeping people safe. If you buy from somebody you do not know, then you risk uh, taking contaminated product, which is what happened last year. Instead, the city urges you to buy ahead of time from licensed dispensaries like Vapor Room. Carson Higby Flowers looks forward to one day selling his product at the festival as cannabis resonates more and more as a cultural staple. If retailers were involved and that everything was, you know, permitted and accessible, um, it's a benefit to show we are one community. Oh, he's stoned. I think he is baked. He was not ready for the interview. No, definitely not. 
Is there a celebration tomorrow, man? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we got to get ready. I, I don't get contaminated. Does that mean like dr- weed that has other drugs in it? Fentanyl. So you're getting specifically fr- fentanyl. Oh, yeah. Is that a I, problem? I, I don't know if we have another clip here on this uh, one. Yeah, we do. You know, the thing I think about that is fentanyl is expensive and weed is not. So it's like sort of a sort of a bizarre I'm one, thing. Yeah, I'm wondering what they were charging for these eighths. Like, <laughs> do you know how hard it is to find a drug dealer that is willing to give you other drugs too on top of what you're buying? Like, <laughs> right. the best. I mean, that's a two for one deal. That's the best. I mean, it's, they, that's true. They didn't actually mention if the people who purchased the fentanyl laced marijuana knew it knew or were told in advance because maybe maybe you're you're looking for a really good time and you think you can handle it but smoking fentanyl folks is not a really good idea things might be more buttoned up at this year's event but city leaders aren't taking any chances fencing surrounds the entirety of robin williams meadow security will get a 50 percent bump from 2018 and streets surrounding golden gate park will all be closed for hours so expect delays on a day many cannot wait to arrive. And San Francisco supervisors recently did approve the sale of cannabis from licensed retailers at events like 420 and hardly strictly bluegrass outside lands, but they couldn't get it fast tracked quickly enough to be online for this year's event. Also, Raj and Janelle, breaking news that I just discovered, the Wingstop truck here is giving away 10,000 free buffalo wings tomorrow for this 420 event. And it is my understanding that occasionally people get hungry at this event. So if you like buffalo wings, here's your spot. Reporting live from Golden Gate Park this evening, Sam Brock, NBC Bay Area. And listeners, if or listener, if you watch uh, NBC Bay Area, Sam Brock is one of the most just white bread, straight laced, goofy prep school looking fools. You on know the that asshole fucking smokes pot, right? I, I can see six hours before that, this middle aged guy on Urban Dictionary looking up munchies and coming up with a joke. I'm going to use this. I'm going to relate to the youth, man. I've got some puns. I'm going to talk about the munchies. Yeah, this uh, is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the hipster that moved in down the street. He's like, what should I say to be cool about 420? (laughs) I'm actually very curious about this. Like, I guess the same rules apply with as with alcohol, right? So you can uh, it's a public event, but you it's fenced and it's, you know, it's ticketed. So you can just walk around and smoke once you buy this marijuana off these license vendors. I mean, because that's what people do anyway. Well, they do it with alcohol, right? So it's the same same concept. It's just it's just very interesting uh, how this is suddenly becoming mainstreamed in our culture your weed has been gentrified totally we were just hearing about this today how many one percent of all dispensary licenses in the united states issued to african-americans or people with your weed has been gentrified and as somebody who makes up all the affirmative action on this panel tonight you are gentrifying my fucking weed i'm a roman catholic he's gay i'm a homosexual (laughs) In the Silicon Valley, that is not a minority. In fact, we're, okay. And they, that's been whitewashed too, by the way. The LGBT, the, the very, 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 very whitewashed. The entire, yeah. you know, every, if you look at television representation. Well, they had to, they had to do it to like yeah. make people not hate gay people. They had to like present. <laughs> it's like, because we live in like a white supremacist society. We, we can get into more of this during red light. I think it's because you have a white, you could be white, you can be male, you can be gay. It's not the same as like a black family moving into the neighborhood where you're right. like, there's black people, stop them. It's like, no, the guy moved in, he's already next door. He owns the house and he just came out of the, cl- you know, it's like, oh, he's gay? Oh, oh shit. If He's going to bring down the property value if I make it move now. Right, he might bring up the property yeah, value. You know? What kind of restaurants are coming into yeah. town if the gays right. are moving here? It's like, I like Dave. Yeah. Oh, he's gay? Oh, okay. But it's more like, if they didn't know you, oh, that black dude who lives downstairs, you know? I get it. I feel you. So, yeah. All right, check this out. So, uh, if you have ever wondered what uh, Bill O'Reilly is doing, uh, and no. then you've ever wondered He's what Dennis, th- then you've ever wondered what Dennis Miller is doing. No. Now you can find out both things in a fifty-four. Are they hanging second, out with Stephen Baldwin? Now you can find out both things in a fifty-four second clip. Stephen yeah. Baldwin is oh this that this and Victoria this. Jackson. <laughs> when you and I did the meet and greet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, I'm running with this all day long, Miller. So you, you're you're gonna be. I am, I've long. never been sorrier. I've never been sorrier to include anything in my intro. <laughs> you, you gave me a cannon that I'm going to fire forever. So anyway. Forever. Right. All of a sudden, all of a sudden you've turned into him into Tony <laughs> Curtis, and I'm Olivier and Spartacus getting a sponge bath. I know what you're doing here. I'm not implying anything. I just was a Robinson Crusoe. And now listen, when Miller I know, and I did it, it was a big mistake. It was. When Miller and I did the meet and greets um, after the shows, Miller was Joe Biden. I, I don't ever, ever, you know, and tell them, tell the audience, 
I mean, you were you were the hugging guy. Okay, nobody can ever tell me that I have a shitty podcast. <laughs> what was that? What, that was like that was Bill O'Reilly. That was Bill O'Reilly and Dennis Miller on Bill O'Reilly's podcast. He chose to release whatever that was. Uh, Drunken rant, Norco. Like, that's Norco. You think he's? He, he, it sounds like he's like. It sounded really. <laughs> it sounded really weird. Hey, it could be that his audio setup just sucks, and it's a combination of roboting and him being drunk. It sounded god awful. I mean, this uh, the, that I, sounded like it was the two tin cans and some twine. I mean, at some point, we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds. I don't want, yeah, I don't want to hear it from anybody. Also, the content was trash. Like, what were they talking about? He was talking about a meet and greet. Like, and you were Joe Biden. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, he, he explained it a little bit. He's talking about like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, well, a little bit. He's he's like, the, oh, he got, he got right all now. grabby and huggy, and because oh. they're saying that oh, you know, well, creepy Joe Biden, your friend. Yeah. But I guess when you're drunk, I mean, well, yeah, or on Norco. <laughs> it's yeah. just so funny listening to these two jackasses. They're probably all hopped up on something. I saw Dennis Miller at the Flint Center in, in, in 2001, 2002. But before, like, right out of the cusp of him going, it was right, it was after 9/11 that he really, you know, hit that Fox News like right wing thing. He knows he. Yeah, he, he knows where the money comes from. Oh, for sure. Money is always on. The money always comes from the right side. If you're if you're a comic too, you figure like most com- most people in entertainment, if they lean left, then there's got to be a massive need for. You know, people on the right still like to laugh about stuff. So yeah, just, like, uh, like, like the black people. But the problem is the people on the right, a lot of them like to laugh about the things that like black people are stupid and homosexuals are uh, uh, immoral and that trans people are like just deluded. Like those are the thing. A lot of, you know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of the jokes like on that side are like not funny because that's just like somebody's life and their, their life no, is shitty and you're talking. If those white supremacists like uh, blogs and stuff, like that's different where they were reporting like all this crime in America that's committed by these yeah. like black people and, they're, and they have these gnarly names for them and it's like like weird weird stuff it's very extremely racist extremely racist and it's like i'm not sure it's like comical it's like comical to them it's weird it's creep, yeah. it creeps me out oh. it depresses me all right anyway we got ew jackson Sorry. um he hasn't oh. been on the docket in a long time i know that uh, people are looking forward to this he's gonna make a what i'm gonna call a well-reasoned critique of uh mayor pete uh, pete Buttigieg, who's running for a uh, president one of the things he did to i guess commemorate the announcement Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, or whatever it is, uh, was to kiss his husband on stage, yes. Big old smack in the mouth between two men. Yeah, that's ex- uh, that's certainly what happened. I, I don't even think they kissed on the mouth, did they? I thought it was a cheek kiss. I thought they kind of like... Uh, awkwarded it. I think they awkwarded they it. They definitely yeah. awkwarded it. That was my one disappointed moment with, with Mayor Pete so far, honestly. I mean, I haven't really looked up anything he stands not for. Not me, but because I would not want to fucking kiss you on a stage. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm what pretty the sure f- we did. No. At some point. No. Or maybe I, before I, I went on stage. I definitely go like this every time you pretend you stage it's kiss gross. you stage kiss she hates kissing actually she's against kissing you'd kissing make out with her. me if we took a bunch of ecstasy of course okay cool and you're gay so i'd let you touch the boobs too oh this is fantastic that's because you're gay though it's all, all a fantastic scenario that has nothing to do with what we're supposed to be doing so here. am i like the cuck in this situation <laughs> no 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 because you're you're rolling and you're probably fucking playing with what you got feathers in so do you guys have anything to say about what we've heard so far Either you fellas here. My my mom's a fan of the booty 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 gig booty gig guy. Uh, he's my age. He's my. He's a month younger than I am. Oh, good. And he's yeah. I know that makes me feel great. You know, he's like, <laughs> you're so old enough to be the president now. So they were just. He was just complaining about them kissing. And I have a I yeah, have I don't, I don't five know. clips of this, but most of them are like less than 30 seconds okay because this guy speaks in such a way that it's really easy to pull ew jackson's clips he's like a, um he's like a, he's like a, he's like this black dude who's like a right wing sort of like quasi preacher and political Sounds, pundit yeah. okay like Got yeah it. he's like yeah yeah quasi he's not happy at all that two dudes were smooching on stage he's gonna yeah, he's gonna president he's he's gonna clarify everything and you're it's all gonna sound totally reasonable okay. in just a minute let okay. me say this because it, it it is it is needed to release all those who want to say it but cannot it sounds sucks. a normal man is disgusted by the idea of two men kissing each other in the mouth a normal man is disgusted by that uh, people can try to be politically correct all they want but a normal man is disgusted by it 
I think he means a very insecure man <laughs> is disgusted by it. Like yeah. a, a guy who's an asshole who doesn't understand that not everybody's like him, right? Yeah. That could be from insecurity or it could just be like, dude, some people are just not very nice and are bigots, right? Um, I'm disgusted by the kissing of the mouth in general, regardless say, yeah. of men and men. Exhibit A. So do you think that, so are you with E.W. Jackson on this? You think, uh, no, you're with him, but for the right reason, and he's no. with you for the wrong means, reason. Different means, no. Yeah, no. All right, here's the longest clip of this. I, I'm going to play this one because I have to pee. It is not what God made us for. It is not the way we are wired. It is not what we are made for. Men are made for women, and women are made for men. Uh, and and the two complement each other. Yeah. Two men were not made to be sexually involved with each other. Two women were not made to be sexually involved with each other. And so they do this publicly because they want to wear down the sense of disgust that people feel. They want to erode it. Uh, in fact, that was one of the big strategies that they came up with. Um, after their big ride in New York at some nightclub where the police came to to try to shut things down or to because it, there were complaints and whatnot and they had a great big riot and fought the police and and rebelled and all that and and one of the strategies they came up with coming out of that was that you you have to uh, wear down the sensibility of people by constantly throwing homosexuality in their faces just just keep it keep it before them. <laughs> So they just basically just give up and say, well, you know, yeah, it is what it is. So I, uh, I will say one thing really quickly. And I think historian Matt and I are vibing it right here. Yeah. He's not entirely off base in that, yes, they are going to do everything they can to normalize this over the course of the campaign. But it's not something that they're sitting there like worried about, subconscious about. Like it's, it's who he is. He's married to a man, that's how that's how we roll. But they are going to be deliberately trying to, and the more you see it, it's going to normalize it, whether they're trying to do it or not. They're so boring, I wouldn't go to their dinner party. <laughs> like, his, his husband's actually more like on fire on his, his on his Twitter. Chasen, no, Chasen. What's yeah. Ch- Chasen? Yeah, oh, his, it, his husband's more fire Jason, on Twitter Jason, than Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go to their dinner party. They seem boring, but he's right, but for the wrong reason. So yeah. what we had to do was front load our boring white guys. Gay, like gay culture had yes, to front load its boring it back. had to front load its boring white guys. Why do you think on Will and Grace? Oh God, like yes. on yes. Will and Grace, right there. Oh, he was a, he was a lawyer. Yeah, they they lived in Manhattan. He had this this live in roommate that people are like, are they or aren't they? Like, are they gonna not? First of all, they made him like they made it look like that him and Grace were gonna eventually like become uh, some sort of couple or something Shit, in a lot yeah. of ways. But then they had. The farthest they would go out of that was that that Jack character, and he was just like kind of a he was a caricature of a flamboyant gay guy. Which was when I look back on it now, I'm like that's kind of messed up because now we have like the lawyer and the queen, and that's the and they're both white, and like there's no. But yeah, we front loaded our boring white guys. Even Will and Grace, the Will was like the most boring guy. He like that's how it pushed. That's how it, you put. They pushed the the marriage thing got pushed so quickly because it was. I mean, it's like monogamous white. All the representation in, media, so, in television, and, and I think is, is very, very white, very male, very monogamous, non-threatening, middle class. You know, so E.W. Jackson was right, but for the wrong reason. He just hates gay people. Yes, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Much. But I would also, you know, point out that you know, in, in presidential politics, this is something that's it's this is new, just like uh, you know, a mainstreamed. African American candidate was new, just like a mainstream female candidate was new, and yet, you know, the the first breakthroughs in terms of mainstreaming the culture happened decades before in those in both those cases. But it took this long to get into the the mainstream of our, our politics. You know, you guys might be mad at E. W. Jackson right now, but I have two more clips of him, and I I, I guarantee you that he's going to redeem himself in the hearts and minds of my. Are you panel. lying to me? I don't know. Maybe not lying. I mean, lying <laughs> is like the intent to deceive. I mean, maybe there's some other He's thing where, where I'm saying something. Anyway, whatever. He's Here's the next clip. I, 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 don't, I don't even want to see that. I, I really don't. I mean, I just, it's, it's disgusting. No, it's not. 
Um, and, 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 and all the men in America, all the normal men in America know it's true. They know it's true. But, but see, you know, you just can't say that anymore because, oh, my goodness, that's bigoted. That's hateful. That's no, it's just the truth. No, you were right for the first time. It's bigoted and it's hateful. Like, if you don't want to watch two men kiss, like, whatever, like, okay, so some things squick some people out, right? If seeing two men kiss squicks you out, that's like, maybe you can't control that. But then how you behave and what you say and how you talk to people and how you treat other people, that is under your control. So if two men kissing squicks you out, change the channel. I feel like it's weird. That, isn't it weird that he's saying, well, you, you can't say this because it's politically incorrect because people are but uptight. But the it. whole thing is predicated on you being uptight because you can't stand watching two guys kiss. Like you're the one that's being offended easily by something that's not that big of a deal. Yes. Exactly. Right? Yes. Right. And, and, the, and the, two and the, rounds and of applause for a first time guest. The Stonewall, <laughs> the Stonewall reference he had, you know, they used to raid those like gay bars in the 50s and 60s and publish people's names in papers and get people get fired and would lose their, like their lives would be destroyed. Right, so the people normal, had had enough. Yeah. So normalizing or to, getting in your face about it normalizing it's like out of survival almost like survival you know or else you know in order to prevent yeah. stuff like that from happening again. Are, are you are you trying to suggest to me that this ew jackson fellow didn't give us the entire historical context of what <laughs> happened at stonewall yeah he, yeah <laughs> just some people and then the, the, somebody was complaining and then that, people that's showed a, up that's a tranny <laughs> threw a brick at the yeah. cops <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah that's sort of his uh oh man here's it's the last one disgusting. i'm sorry the sad thing is, folks, we're going to see more and more of it because they, they've figured out that the strategy works. When you've got that going and then you've got the mainstream media that will lambaste, ridicule, vilify, seek to destroy anybody who does what I'm doing right now, who just speaks out and says, well, look, we know, but this is the truth. This is how this is how normal people feel. Okay, seek to vilify and destroy. I was like on the fence 50-50 as to whether or not we were even going to make fun of him tonight. Nobody is going to destroy E.W. Jackson for what he's saying. If that were the real strategy, we could you just like get two guys and have one of them like blow the other one and like, <laughs> on like MSNBC and just win every election for like I mean every right. every every gay rights issue would just be right. like across the board. Everyone would support it because they go, all right, fine, I'm used to it now. <laughs> After that marathon telethon with the two guys blowing each other. Well, it's either that or every right wing fool's head would explode across the country and they wouldn't be able to vote in the next election, but. I got 19 more seconds of this clip. Oh, I just joy. Stop it. This is how this is how normal people feel. No. And they they are basically forced to suppress no, those feelings because of the the, the gay mafia yeah. and, and the degree to which they will try to destroy anybody who won't go along. Anybody who won't say, yes, this is great. This is fine. This is good. But it is great and it's fine and it's good because it's fucking none of your business. And if it isn't great and it's fine and it isn't good, you don't have to fucking think about it. It's those reform camps where they kidnap Christian heterosexual children and they turn them into accepting of gay people. That's that, that's that's what they're doing, right? They're, they're kidnapping those kids and taking them to gay camps. No, no. You're kidnapping the gay kids and taking them to your fucking weird Christian camps. Right, like, don't, then, fl- and, don't flip this around And on that's people. where people have their first gay experience yeah. a lot of times is because there's like really? you're, you're, in a, you're, you're in a dorm room or whatever Sweet. and there's not a lot of parents around. Like, like, yeah, the whole thing is all messed up because you're splitting up the boys and the girls and like, like it's the whole thing. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? And all these kind of Christian camps and shit, they don't do any co-ed. Like, so you're, you're kind of splitting the boys and the girls up and like people start getting boners and shit because they're going through puberty. And now all of a sudden there's like, well, you know, and then maybe they're, maybe some of them are doing some stuff. I'm just saying like they're, they're maybe they're, they're, they're it's like all self-defeating. The whole oh, thing is like completely self-defeating this because all you're doing it sounds like awesome i mean if if, <laughs> if you're gay it sounds I mean, like a good experience actually. or if, if you're just trying to experiment because yeah. you're you know yeah but because but they oh, can't yeah. be shocked this one time at band shocked. camp you just replace it with this one time at jesus camp and it's mm. probably the same <laughs> right. story right like we yeah. don't have that that thing about summer camp and mm. people like and if you're in a segregated summer camp people still getting laid it's just a yeah. yeah. Well, they can't be shocked, right? Is what you're saying. They, they, sh- or they shouldn't be shocked that they're. Well, people can be shocked by what I'm saying. We <laughs> well, sh- shocked that these these behaviors are coming out. You know, might be manifesting themselves in their you know segregated homogenous camps that they might actually get some homogenous behavior. In fact, if behavior. some of the kids are gay, you put them in a fucking thing with all of them where everybody's running around in their underwear and shit. You're fucking you're you're accelerating that process. Absolutely. I feel like. I, I I went to an all boys Catholic high school of which shall not be named, but they're 
was quite a bit. I, I, I had a distinct impression that my gay classmates were having a lot more fun than I was. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm like. I was frustrated as hell as a heterosexual male, to be this honest. This isn't with a bad point, right? Like, I feel like I feel like we could write Silence. a we could write a blog piece. <laughs> we could write a blog piece about this, right? About how like segregating the, the kids like by oh, by by sex, all you're doing is like the kids that are gay. You're just giving them exactly what they want. And aren't you supposed to like not like the gay people? <clears throat> okay, I went to an all girls school. And was there was there was there some titty grabbing and shit? There were plenty of lesbians and gay women at my school. I dated a few of them. Before they realized wow. what they were, <laughs> too soon, too soon, too soon. All right, we got to move on. Um, the only so our new our new our new panelist. Oh man, you're gonna have to your your moniker again, Jiao Su. Jiao Su. I got to G I A O Su. Fucking amazing. So you you had mentioned that you think like Ben Shapiro is what? What would you say? Like a raging asshole? Would you say? It just he's, he comes off like I mean, he's just a douchebag. There's there's a there's I've seen a lot of I get these YouTube suggestions because you watch one Waco documentary and then the next thing you know you have this like Nazi shit on the right hand side. It's like you look at exactly, and, and yes. it's like Adam look at Adam Carolla tearing out white privilege because there's a five minute video where Adam Carolla is like I didn't go to college and this black guy did so it doesn't exist you know it's like it's retarded it's I mean it's, you know. Uh, and then, so you ever notice all these YouTube videos? It's like there's a watch this conservative shut down this liberal, or watch this person do this, or watch Kamala Harris, you know, get made to look like a fool by this person. And you're like, well, she asked a question, and she gave an answer, and there's not really. They're like, are you guys seeing something that I'm not in this? Thing? Oh yeah, they are because the, you're not the target audience of the video. The target audience of the video is the people who already believe or who are inclined to believe. But the thing with YouTube is, mm, oh whatever, maybe we'll go. So the thing with YouTube is. No matter what you watch, it's eventually going to just send you videos of like white supremacists, right? Yeah. Like if you watch enough video game videos, well, a lot of those, there's just some crossover over there. You watch atheist videos, there's, there's starting to be some crossover in like the atheist skeptic community with the white supremacists. You watch a video about Waco because it's U.S. history. Well, there's a white supremacist act. Yeah. Uh, element to that you get ruby ridge oh, stuff and then you no, sort of or people believe there might have been or people who were our white supremacists might tend to watch that video so then it starts recommending you all these white supremacist videos mm -hmm. and it's a i'm just shocked that there's so many white supremacists now that's all i'm saying there, there <laughs> I, I, I read wikipedia different wikipedia posts and i can i can see because people can just go in and edit stuff and i see them where they you know taking like little facts like about the New York draft riots or something where you see, you see, I read a sentence and I feel like there's some, there's like some, there's some neo-Nazi on the other end of that. Like you could just see the way it's worded, the way it's sort of underhandedly targeting certain, I don't know. Oh like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just but, stuff, you know, they, they actually, Stormfront, you know, Stormfront used to control the martinlutherking.org oh, domain. No. There was actually a martinlutherking.org wow. domain run by Stormfront. It was taken down. Yes, yeah, so you look at it, it would say, and it was like MLK, and it said Jews in the civil rights movement, and then uh, <laughs> hip hop lyrics. You're like, who the fuck, the fuck is this? <laughs> so, we have this Ben Shapiro video. If people were listening to this podcast, I think it was like nine months ago, something like that. Maybe it might have been a year ago. There was a conversation between Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin as to whether or not uh, Ben Shapiro would go to Dave Rubin's anniversary or his wedding. And Ben Shapiro said, "Yo, you know, I think it's a sin, and I think you're going to hell." And then Dave, Sh and then Dave Rubin was like, "Oh, that's great. We're still friends." And it's like, and so here's the follow up on that. It's the clip's almost two minutes long, but there was no good place to cut it because it's. This is everything that's wrong with Dave Rubin in one clip and Ben Shapiro's just there being his awful self. Can I make a bold prediction? Sure. 30 years from now, we're going to be sitting here doing this, hopefully in a mm -hmm. bigger garage. <laughs> um, in Texas, and, probably, and yeah. you may well have moved me on the, uh, on the abortion issue, and I think I may have moved you on coming to an anniversary party. What, what do you think about that? What? I think there's a possibility. I mean, I'd, I'd, have, to, I'd have to think about that Again, the the issue, as you know, you know, not to get back yeah, into well-trod territory, uh, you know, I, I I think it would be unlikely that you'd move me, but I, I can never rule out the possibility of being moved on anything, obviously. Um, and again, this is this comes back down to, you know, the difference between approving of activity and approving of, of human beings. The, you know, I wouldn't if you invited me to a party on on Friday night, I also wouldn't go, right? I mean, like, so, it's just not so something definitely I do. not a Shabbat. Uh, uh, a Shabbat party. anniversary, I think, probably is out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a Sunday afternoon, uh, a Sunday afternoon, gayish. 
anniversary, like, or or maybe just it's how about you just have like a freaking barbecue, dude? Yeah, like, does everything well, have well, to be? No, but the the party's not going to be gay. It's just yeah, we'll have a barbecue. <laughs> okay, It'll just be a barbecue. Nothing right. gay is going to happen there. When, I, I wasn't worried you were going to turn into an orgy back there or something. Like, no I wasn't worried you were going to bring out the village people or something. Do you know that gay people have parties just the same? Well, wait, what? What? No, that's crazy. Yeah. No, I was, no, I was, I was pretty well aware of that, in yeah. fact. And in fact, as I've said a thousand times, yeah. happy to go out to dinner, my wife, your husband, happy to go out to dinner and, and do any of that stuff, as long as it's not like, you know, rah, rah, here's the thing you think is sinful, no, join me in right. celebrating it. Like that's, but again, that, appeals, that applies to a wide variety of sins. That it, I mean, listen, it's harder, on, it's harder on members of my family than anybody else. Like I've said before, I wouldn't attend an intermarriage. Right, like a Jew marries an Andrew, I won't attend an intermarriage. Yeah. So th this is exactly okay, the same. There issue. we go. There we go. Oh, wow. Okay. He, he went from zero to 100 right there, man. No. Well, no, the thing is, the problem is, the problem is, uh, Dave Rubin, Ben Shapiro is not your friend. Hey. I yes. know. I know that you're not very s smart. Dave Rubin, you're like a dumb guy with like a, with like a big audience. But no matter what, Ben Shapiro is not your friend and he's not your husband's friend and even if you're not going to stand up for yourself maybe have a little bit of respect for whoever like thinks that you're adorable and stupid and cute and decided to marry you and like stick up for that person because that's a good point like yeah. like like who do you like more ben shapiro who thinks you're going to hell or your husband who is i assume sucked your dick like this is like not a tough thing and it just feels like even if you're not going to stick up for yourself like this all involves another person, somebody who's decided to spend their life with Dave Rubin, and you'd at least want to, I don't know. I, for one, appreciate that you think that people should stay loyal to those who've sucked their dicks, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. I mean, you're not wrong, but <laughs> what I want to know mostly is why Dave Rubin did not just bristle at the fact that he was just called a sinner and told like well we can hang out but like not really well it's just so weird like what if they're secretly going out for their anniversary anniversary they don't tell ben shapiro and his wife she's a doctor um and uh and then they ended up going out with dave rubin and his husband for their anniversary and then they call him the next day and say you've just sinned it was our anniversary last night and you were part of the celebration and you didn't even know the problem with that is dave rubin wouldn't even be able to concoct such a plan Am I the only one that the two guys were talking about how they were moving each other on the abortion issue? That's kind of yeah. A at the beginning, uh, like Dave Rubin. Oh yeah, wait like, a minute. Like, uh, ben Shapiro here. moving with the like, yeah, there's another dude over here talking about abortion, and he changed my opinion. Like no fucking guy. Like you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Weird. It was it was so weird. Like he was like offhand, right? Yeah. Well, he was like, maybe you'll move me on the abortion issue, and I'll get you to come to my party. And it's like move like a major you know value in your in your life These versus being a normal human being and coming to your like cordial a person's yeah, friend yeah. like the party that's well, why that's so weird that's not his friend yeah. this guy is not fucking dave rubin's friend or this is just all a game and none of this is fucking real he dude doesn't even care that dave rubin is uh gay or that his husband is gay like none of this matters because this is all just a show they're putting on because it fucking makes them rich which is a more likely scenario than this conversation happening in this way like i feel like they're on the money you're right though that's like it's like yeah you come to my kids high school graduation and then next week i'll burn that american flag with you <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure yeah so we're I, down. I thought you were gonna say something else oh and not the burn the Amer burn burn oh, across oh, oh yeah. cross oh i was you gonna say burn i was like oh no we were talking about blowjobs earlier so i was like no, I was gonna, no. I was, you know, well that that's burn a flag and suck some dick and i mean and burn a flag burn a flag something. suck some dick be gay do crime and, Oh. You just got to bring a card for the kid. He's graduating high school. We'll burn. We'll do all this stuff together. <laughs> all right, check this out. We're uh, we're starting to run out of time here, but that's we're, we're up against it here. Okay, we're not going to do Crazy Eyes Bachman. Um, Lou Dobbs and the Notre Dame Fire. Should we do this or not? How long is the clip? It's one clip. Oh, let's do it's it. A minute twelve. We don't, right. we don't go down the rabbit this hole. This is Fox Business, which sometimes is like they're just supposed to like get down to business, but sometimes they do get down to the business of, in this case, conspiracy theory. One thing authorities are ruling out, however, uh, within just a matter of hours, arson. Uh, perhaps overlooked uh, since yesterday is that 875 Catholic churches in France were vandalized in 2018. 875. 
In a single week last month, 12 churches were vandalized, including a fire deliberately set, uh, also located uh, in Paris. This is context. This is not speculation. This is the situation right now in France and, and the recent history of what has happened to Catholic churches throughout the nation. Ignored too often by some covering the tragedy, uh, some who have ruled out speculation about the cause of the Notre Dame fire as they speculate, taking it as gospel, that uh, well, arson was not the cause. That was a decision made within by some covering the tragedy, ignored too often by some covering the tragedy, uh, some who have ruled out speculation about the cause of the Notre Dame fire as they speculate Taking this <laughs> gospel, but, uh, well. All right, I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna pause this. That was great. As they speculated, oh, close and, close to Mike. And this, and the, yeah, I was, I was gonna just think of ways to speculate. There's a lot of speculation going on here. I'm a speculationist. Um. Is what I want to say. <laughs> My favorite band is Speculatura. That was a shitty. Okay. Carson was not the cause. That was a decision made within hours. It sounds like a different kind of decision, perhaps a political decision, rather than one based on careful investigation of the facts. That would amount to speculation. Would he said it again. He said, <laughs> okay, so check this out. It's like easy to, okay, you don't rule it out 100%, but if you ruled something out like 90% and people are like, oh, was it arson? And like you live in France where like there's a lot of people who are afraid that the Muslims are coming and they're like the, the invaders are coming. If you can rule it out 90%, you rule that shit out and you put it out to the public. Like that's because you don't want the conspiracy theory, which we're going to talk about later probably during red light, of that it was like Muslim terrorists or whatever going around when it's just like some shitty electrical fucking stuff in some old ass building. 875 is that number like is that just like someone left a like crayon mark like wrote fuck you on a pew somewhere i mean is that is that number even real <laughs> that's a good that's a really good question and the problem is like what we need is a, an intern right chat room chat room can Go you find work. out like i can guarantee you we're gonna we're gonna trace this back to one of a few places it's gonna be stormfront mm -hmm. it's gonna be info wars it's gonna be maybe tucker carlson's website the daily caller uh, maybe ben shapiro's website the daily wire uh, but we're not gonna be tracing this back to like reuters or like the like some local french pay you know like the the, the paris daily mm -hmm. or whatever you know whatever their their new york times is we're gonna be tracing this back to some really nasty fucking places if yeah. this 875 number yeah so search terms 875 France church, church. Yeah. and it's yeah we're gonna stormfront it's gonna Storm be that front. shit it's gonna be there's no way this came from like because if this came from Reuters or like uh, the AP or something like that everybody would be talking about it because like that's a big deal like even I would care about it I'm like don't burn somebody's church down that's fucked up I'll bet the numbers accurate for all religious instant all religious structures and I'll bet over <laughs> half of them are Muslim I'm gonna I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm, that's like just a, and, I guess. And some of it's gonna be bullshit too. That some you know what I'm saying. Some of it's gonna be like, some of it's gonna be, yeah, a broken window that nobody could figure out how the window broke. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be one of those. It, a lot of them are gonna be these little small things where it's just kids doing dumb things. So the wino wino pulls his dick out during mass. He doesn't hate God. He's just a guy on the street. He's drunk. You know. He's just not, <laughs> he want he, he wanted Mister Happy to take communion with him. <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine the random acts of you know vandalism that happen at churches every day, just given um, everything else I've seen from uh, other property damage. Yeah, I would, in, I would, in I sort would, of public property. I would know. draw the distinction between property damage and violence, but no, no vandalism. Oh, vandalism. vandalism. Sorry. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so hold on, Laura Loomer on the fucking Infowars, and we're at ten minutes to red light. So I uh, am announcing this on your show exclusively today, but uh, I have been seriously exploring. Uh, a congressional run in 2020, and I may be announcing a run for Congress uh, for the year of 2020, of course, in the next week or two. Yeah, well, it's not an official announcement yet, but I am exploring a run for Congress in the state of Florida. And so there we go. Uh, state of Florida. I'm very excited. When are we going to get the official announcement? Laura Loomer running for Congress. Boom. And probably in about a week or two, I, I've been having meetings with people, uh, speaking with uh, experts in the field, trying to find a campaign manager and, uh, you know, figuring out uh, how I would raise money because, you know, the establishment GOP 
and the left is going to attack me because I truly am a voice for the American people. Uh, but if I do uh, decide to run and it really is heading in that direction, there's probably there's a very good chance that I am going to be running for office. I will be making the announcements in the next week or two. We so, need to face the frightening fact that the world will end in 12 years. <laughs> you know what? If that's the case, fucking Laura Loomer, whatever for she's Congress. running for. Yeah. She like talking from like the bathroom or something. What's with the <laughs> the echoing and the like really really bad it's sound? Audio. Okay. She's calling into Alex Jones's shitty podcast. No, I, I mean it's just uh, if you were to, for example, if you were on on a self, uh, she's on her laptop and she's got the shit cranked up. I, I already know like that's why it sounds like that. It's like all oh, it almost sounds like it's a interstate rest area. She's in a room with a high ceiling and none of this stuff on the I, walls. I wasn't being serious. Like you didn't have to explain it really. Oh, dang <laughs> oh you it. start talking about the reason yeah, somebody's audio sounds bad. I'm all We're over gonna get it. Into it like, man. <laughs> We're very proud. We're very proud. Something about this podcast. You could ruin good. this show by being like, Dave, why does their clip sound so bad? <laughs> we'll go right down the rabbit then hole we there. Would, then in fact, at some point, we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds. In fact, the show would, would just—that sounds really good, by the way. Uh, the clip that just really, yeah, it's, the yeah, yeah. it's really good. Oh, that's what the show sounds like. Really? Oh, yeah. Like if you're listening on IceCast, like those of you who are listening I, on IceCast, you're the real heroes. This show sounds like it sounds better than a lot of people's recorded and mixed and mastered podcasts. He never, I've never heard him sound. I've known him my whole life, and that's the best he's ever sounded. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's had some pretty dumb takes on this show, but that's okay. We all have. I, I asked producer Dave to edit them all out. You've never heard them usually, unless you listen to the live show. So give give five bucks a month and you can hear the councilman flub every other line. All right, we got Mark Taylor. Ah! You all right? <laughs> it had to happen. Frequencies. Okay, we're going to go with uh, Mark Taylor's going to talk about the punishment uh, from God. God is going to serve justice. Justice is coming. Uh, uh, Barr just put out today, I think yes. it was a warning shot across Obama. We can move into that now. Yeah, let's do it. So do Barr it. put that out today where he was... Fired a shot across Obama's bow. It's coming, folks. I have said it on openly before. I will say it again. I believe that uh, Obama will be seen on national television giving an account of what he's did, what he's done. What he did. But I believe also he will be seen spitting and sputtering. He will not be able to, to even complete a sentence. And people will look upon him and they will say, this is the guy who actually took almost took down America. This is the guy that almost took down the entire globe. It's almost like that when, when, when the Lord talks about when we see Satan. We will say the same thing about him. This is the guy that almost took us down. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So, this is what I believe is coming. And so people don't believe he's going to be arrested. He will be arrested. Justice will be served, period. Crazy. Hillary Clinton will be arrested. All these people, it's coming. I, I think there's going to come a time when some of these people are just going to disappear. We're not going to hear anything. And we may not <laughs> never know the truth. But the bottom line is, is that they're just going to disappear. Some may die come down with some funky disease or have an accident, whatever the case may be. And uh, we may never know the full truth on a lot of these people. <laughs> so who is, really quick, who is this hype man? Is he? Is this a, a caller to his show? Okay, so you know that, there, this guy, the guy that whose show he's on. Oh, so he's on someone else's show. He's the foundation for uh, a lot of the, the uh, this lady, this Vander Sloot or whatever, mm. Ann Vander Steel. Yeah. Uh, she's often on this guy's show when we're playing <laughs> clips of her. Um, trying to think of, who else? Oh, fucking some of the clips from that one other crazy lady that I'm sorry. That's like not really a descriptor on this show. That one <laughs> not other at crazy all. lady. Uh, what's her name? Crazy lady she, she number five, six, she four. Been, she hasn't been on the docket in a while. She's the one talking about Q and the mass arrests. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. And I, oh, I and I she? made a reference about it recently, too, because I was like, oh, you put her on here all the time. I think I saw her at city council the other day. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, this is crazy, and I'm going to play the second clip of this because, I don't know, I, I might as well. Yeah. Most of them will be in Gitmo, but people, see, people better get ready for this, Chris. If you don't have a stomach for justice, you better get one quick. You better get one quick, Mark. Because there, there's, there's going to be uh, people in prison for life. You will see suicides uh, to, to, to keep their uh, reputation, and there will be people executed. Right. And now a lot, right. some of these people, again, we may never know they've been executed. They just may come down with a disease and all of a sudden they're gone very quietly <laughs> and just disappear. So, I mean, again, you better get a stomach for justice because justice is here. Just truly stop these treasonous justice acts here. It's going to take executing some of these people. And by gosh, they'll think twice before committing treason again. 
This is why Donald Trump was put there to begin with, was to issue justice. Put this warning out to you, to you evangelical leaders out there. You stand in the way of this, God will deal with you on your own because you don't have the mind of God. You don't have God's interest at heart. If you're trying to tell this president to not serve justice, you are standing in the way you've been warned. Anybody? It's really hard to think twice when you're dead. Yeah, that's Just, uh, <laughs> it's about committing that out there. again. I realize that 75 consecutive months of motherfucking job growth was treasonous, which WhiteHouse.gov still says, oh, we're in our 100 and however many months of, jo- of consecutive job growth. 75 of those are fucking Barack Obama's. But he was ruining this country, obviously, yeah. and taking us straight down into hell. Hey, man, it was the pedophile rings and shit, don't you know? It's a QAnon. And yeah, all. exactly. I mean, like, he was eating babies in in pizza. So, I mean, you can't you can't just do that and then he, he like, was, walk he, away from it, right? He was eating peanut butter filled rabbits. He did lots of nice things to to keep us from. The, hopefully, the the guy in the White House now doesn't, um, you know, completely uh, fuck shit up. He's right, well, not, I, I don't think Trump's going to hit... Se- I'll say that Obama hit 75 consecutive months of job growth. Trump's not going to hit 75. Trump's not going to hit 75 consecutive months of job growth if, he, if he's there that long. Mm-hmm. Let's find out. Just look... look go, yeah, look at... The, Let's find check out. this out. It's, it's, when you're talking about control and the abortion issue that go hand in hand, it's the, also the population control. Mm-hmm. This is about controlling the population because on the Georgia Guidestones, they only want 500 million people on the planet. <laughs> And it's all written right there on the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, my friend Sheila Holm is the one that exposed a lot of this stuff with the Georgia Guidestones. Her and Chris McDonald actually physically went there. She was been there numerous times, done uh, shows on it or stories on it. Um, she's written it in her books uh, plenty of times. All that information is in her books. Um, so, I mean, but when you look at the population control, and I'll tell you what else is probably going to expose, be exposed, and I'll release it here for the first time. I haven't even said this publicly, I don't believe, is that look for these guys – the extreme left, the extreme globalists, that when a woman gets pregnant, their goal would be to take the woman and the child. Wow. So because how- you're, you're, you're actually getting, and I hate to use this phrase, but is that look for these guys, the extreme left, the extreme globalists, that when a woman gets pregnant, their goal would be to take the woman and the child. Take them where? Wow. So because how- you're, you're, you're actually getting, and I hate to use this phrase, but you know, I, I just, you got to call it like you see it, but it's like taking two birds and one shot almost. Mm. Because when they really, look for that somewhere <laughs> in the world that these elites go, you know what? When you get pregnant at this point, we're going to take the mother and the child. Take them where? <laughs> Obviously, they're going to do bad things to people, right? It's in, it's in that lady's book. Excuse me. It's in the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, excuse you. Excuse me. Yeah. We're all making categorical error here. This is fucking... Whoa, this is fucking... Hey, hey, hey. What's going on here? Oh, this is Mark Taylor. Yeah, we've made a categorical error. We've made a categorical error here because Mark Taylor does not think women are actual human. Actual. Actual human. Actual. They, he believes that the women are property and... This, Chattel. And chattel, and thus is uh, are unable to make their own decisions. So when they he says they or the far left, he means men because only men can make decisions about my fucking body. So so he's like worried since he's thinking women of prop are property. He's thinking he's worried that people are going to come take his property. Exactly, and I women wait- and and he thinks that basically they're going to kill like. You get rid of the babe, the fetus, then you get you have to kill the par- like, the incubator, right? Because that's what a, ma- a pregnant woman is—an incubator. I think red light's going to be pretty real. Hey, everybody! I hate to cut everybody off. I know everybody wants to talk more about uh, Mark Taylor, but we gotta we gotta turn that little knob on that thing and uh, make all the screens red around here. Everybody, put a napkin over your drink. It's time for Cliff Huxtable. Oh no! This oh, there's the red light thing on this computer. Yeah, everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast version of this show. If you would like to hear what's about to happen next, uh, you're gonna have to give us five dollars a month on Patreon if you're listening to this podcast uh, via like Stitcher and you can't tune in live. If you'd like to tune in live, we're live every Sunday from seven to nine p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. Uh, this is Rebels Camp. This is the Huxtable. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in this evening. And if you're listening live, just hang out because uh, the rest of the thing is about to happen.
your mind, please, 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 please,